everybody. Welcome back to the Word of Freedom podcast. I'm Chris with my beloved wife, Mary. And we're picking up where we left off last time. Uh, we're talking about the who's we are, my favorite topic. Um, not to boast, but it's our identity in Christ. Um, we started off, we have these lists that A, that we made and that a friend of ours made. The one that we made is the 50 father I thank you that I am statements. Mm -hmm. And this other one is, it's like, how many was it? 53. 53. Who I am in Christ. And there's actually more on the back of this. Look, it's I have, and it gives all these other things, uh, the mind of Christ obtained an inheritance access by faith. All this stuff. I live, I walk, I can, I shall, I possess, I press, all these things. But we are started off with a child of God. That's the the first thing is, Father, I thank you that I am a child of God. Yeah. And we talked we talked about that. Uh, we looked at it in John chapter one, John chapter three, and a couple other places. But we're going to go on to one of the next ones. And which one Which one was it? You had the list. You get to pick it. You, oh, you oh said, my bad. Yeah, you were picking this one. Well, I wasn't picking it. It was just like the next on well, the that, list. It was the next on your list that you enjoyed, I thought. No, it's just like the next on the list. Oh, next on your list. I got it. <laughs> that was first on my list. That's next on your list. Gotcha. Yeah. We both have the same one that's first on our list, child of God. But then I had the next one. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This, this is real, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, this is Chris is. and Mary. This is our life. Welcome yes, to our house. <laughs> um, so the second one on, on the list of who I am in Christ is... Forgiven of all my sins and washed in the blood. Mm. And we went through some of the scriptures. We might come back and talk about a few of them, but we want to jump near the back end of the Bible in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. So let's go ahead. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. And this is actually, this is one of the ones that you would think that I would know verbatim, that I would have this like tattooed on my heart. Because it is such a powerful thing. And if we're not careful, we can twist what's before and after this and make it sound like we're still a sinner just walking through a sinful world and we're never going to change and life's just going to be blah for the rest of our life. But in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, Mary, would you go ahead and read that? Yes. Verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Cleanses us from all unrighteousness. You know, there's an old saying that says, um, confession is good for the soul. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's absolutely true. Well, he does say, confess your sins to one another. He does. And here he says, if we confess our sins, and then he says, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeah. I have spoken so many times on this one particular piece of scripture. I I don't even, I I really don't know how many times I've spoken about it. But one of the revelations, God gives you a revelation when you're reading through the Bible. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've had that, right? Oh, yeah. Where you like, you read a passage and you're like, oh my gosh, it just like, it suddenly changed. I never read it that way before. And this is so amazing. Yes. The one that pops into my head is from you through you to you. Yeah, that one in Romans. Yeah. Okay, and, and that's in Romans, right? Yes, Romans 11.36. Okay, so let's. I'm going to go ahead and I'll pop back there real quick. Okay. Right. 
And let's see. Romans eleven thirty six. Yes. For of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. That's Mary's favorite. And that, and that one just kind of, what, what did you see with the first time that like just totally became alive to you? That he it's it's, it's all him. It's for of him and through him and to him are all things. And in my mind, what I saw is the things that are from him go through us and then to him. It's like a big U-turn. Yeah. And he used, because we have his spirit within us. Yeah. His Holy Spirit yes. lives within us. We are the body or that we are the temple of the living God. Yes. And so it's, you know, for of him and through him and to him yeah are all things wow you know and it, it really shows me that it's not about us it's it's really guys if we read our bible you get this amazing knowledge that god is all about using us for his glory yeah not for i mean he does give us treasures. He does give us, you know, great kudos. Well done, good and faithful servant. Come on into the into my rest. But it's for his glory, right? Yeah, it's for his glory and our good. And even the things that we don't seem to think that are for our good, because that's not what our flesh wants. Yeah. It's for our good. He knows what the end is from the beginning. He gets to see it and he knows it, as you stated in 139. What was that? Psalm 139. Psalm 139. 16. Yeah. Before the days were made. He wrote everything of our life in his book before any of the days of our life were even made. Yeah. That, that just like blows my mind. So put that with for it's of him and through him and to him and who uh, gets the glory forever. Amen. 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 That's, that's wow. That's awesome. We get to be the ones. <laughs> what, we get to be ones that glorify God. Yes. We're not supposed to be this solemn lot that are just like, well, you know, I'm a Christian and this is just a sucky world. And well, oh gosh, I God, Jesus, just hurry up and come. I'm ready to go home. We get to glorify him now in all that we do. You know, it says in all that you do, do as unto the Lord. Yes. And it's not to be grumpy and disgruntled and... No, that gets you wandering in the wilderness for 40 years and not getting it into the promised land because you get cut off. It, it does. When you grumble, <laughs> it literally says in, in, in Exodus, you are grumbling. <laughs> yes. Grumbled. Um, I, Sorry, didn't mean to take you off on a rabbit trail. but No, I that's okay. <laughs> this this is how it is, guys. I mean, I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you, you, you enjoy you know, how we just try and really want to just bring the scriptures to life and bring us into this and bring you guys into this, into our home and into our conversation, right? So back in First John, in First John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the, Mary's just talking about this revelation that she had in, in Romans, this great U-turn, she calls it where everything is from him and it's through him and the Holy Spirit within us and it goes back up to him. Yeah. Well, God gave me this revelation and this very verse and it is that he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I was reading that one day and God said, Chris, look, there's righteousness, my righteousness, and then there's unrighteousness. 
and he kind of showed me like these two rings linked together. Like if you make, take your your left hand and you make a circle with your middle finger and your thumb, and you take your right hand and you you take your middle finger and you put it in between there and you and you attach your middle finger and thumb inside. You've got like these two linking rings, and he said, "Look." If you have righteousness in one hand and unrighteousness in the other, and you confess all your sins to me, I'm going to remove all this unrighteousness. He says, so look at what's left. If there's righteousness and unrighteousness combined in you, spirit, soul, mind, and body, and I remove all the unrighteousness, what's left? And I said, well, it's, it's just righteousness. And he goes, exactly. When you confess your sins to me, I take away all of your unrighteousness and i leave you with my righteousness Ooh, pretty so let's go i I, i've got a scripture for that i can back this up let's go to i believe it's um second corinthians 5 uh yes it is second corinthians 5 in verse 21 do you got it yes second second corinthians 5 21 yep for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. In him. The righteousness of God in him. This is what God showed me, that if we confess our sins, he is A, faithful. It is his nature, because like we discussed last time, he is love. So if we confess our sins, his love compels him to forgive us of sins through the blood of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. That if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just because the judgment's already been passed. It's been placed upon his son Yep. to cleanse us and purify us of all unrighteousness. Yeah. And see, this is a big hang up for a lot of people. They start saying, well, what are you saying? Are you preaching perfection? I mean, come on, we all sin. Everybody sins a little bit. You know, Pastor Dan Moeller, I love I love him. I love I love him so much, but he does this thing where he's like, you know, brother, we're, we're just all sinners. We're going to sin. As long as we're in this flesh, we're just going to sin. I mean, man, come on, let's, let's face it. We're probably sinning right now. As long as we're breathing, we're going to sin. <laughs> <laughs> he does it way better than I do, ladies and gentlemen. But the point is, God told me, look, son, your righteousness, because I'm in you, and you're covered in this unrighteousness of your sin. So if you confess your sin, I'm faithful, and I'm just, and I'm going to forgive you of your sins. I'm going to wash you in the blood of Jesus Christ, and I'm going to cleanse you of all your unrighteousness, and we're going to be left with righteousness. Come on. How beautiful is that? Very. So if you're struggling, confess. And then allow him to wash you clean, right? Yes. Because there's something so freeing when we can say, no, I'm bought by the blood. I'm washed by the blood. I'm cleansed and purified in the blood of Jesus Christ. Because why? I've confessed. Right? Confession is so good for my soul. Oh my gosh, Jesus, you've washed me clean from the inside out. So in that, do you remember what Jesus, when he was talking to the Pharisees and he's like, you wicked Pharisees, you wash the outside of the cup mm-hmm. and the outside of the plate and, but you leave the inside dirty, right? They put on this facade of being 
this immaculate, perfect person, but he says on the inside, you're still dirty. He says, wash the inside of the cup first and the outside will be clean. Yes. Right? That's just this beauty of this. I'm forgiven of all my sins and washed in the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. One of the other references in, for this statement, mm-hmm. and these are like you know statements of faith. This is These are what we should be proclaiming all the time. Because it says, as it says, I should say, the word of God says, I am. I am forgiven of all my sins and washed in the blood. And we have to know who we are and whose Who's we are. are. Because if we don't, the enemy and the world are waiting to dictate to us who and what we are. Yeah. And whose we are. Yeah. And whose we are. And I don't think this is something that's quite realized. One of the reasons I like whose we are is because a lot of the things that we end up believing in this world is the actually the enemy coming in and telling us that we're his. If we're not worthy of God, what's the opposite? Yeah. We'd be worthy of him to be in his prison cell with him. If we don't feel we are good enough, which is under the worthy thing, but there's, there's, I can't do's, you know, when God says we can do. Yeah. The enemy says, no, you can't, or we have this belief system because of experiences and things people have said to us, which is the darkness at work. Exactly. Yeah. It states then we're his, we're of this world. And God says who we are. Mm -hmm. So we got to know whose we are to believe who we are. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we need to know whose we are so we can then allow him yes. to, to identify us. us. Yes. He he says who we are. He says he literally says, You're mine. Yeah. He he looks down and says, I made you. Here's the proof. You're mine. I've bought you at such a high price. Right. Right? I've redeemed you. You know, we look at, at, at the concept of who God is. He's, he's our beloved. He's our, he's our bridegroom. He's our redeemer. Yeah. Right. Our, our holy, righteous redeemer. Yeah. That means that he's the one who's come along. We see this in Ruth, right? One of your yeah, kinsman redeemer, the kinsman redeemer. So he's the one who brings us back into right relationship. He's the one that brings us back into his family. Again, that brings us to that. I am a child of God statement, the very first one. It's this redeeming factor. We are, like we said, not everybody's a child of God. We're all a creation of God, right? But his intent was for us to be a child of God. But because of sin, we became separated from him. Mm -hmm. To sin is to be separated from God. So we were separated from him because to sin is to be separated from God. And he redeems us back into right relationship with himself. Yes. One of the other passages um, that goes along with this, this forgiven of all my sins and washed in the blood, 
is in Hebrews 9, and their reference is verse 14. But again, you know, I really suggest, guys, that we read from the beginning of a sentence. So let's go to Hebrews 9, and we're going to pick it up in verse 13 and read through 14. And we're probably going to end here. And then we're just going to carry, we're going to have to carry this on. You know that, right? <laughs> yes. This is, this is the continuation. You guys asked by popular demand to talk about our identity in Christ. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Hebrews 9 and 13. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Amen. Did you see... What do you, what do you see? I see something in there. What do you see in that? Okay, so the blood of bulls and goats and ashes of heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctifying for purifying of the flesh, the outside. So how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? That's... When, the difference yeah. that's as jesus said the washing of the inside of the cup yes he says you guys wash the outside but i'm telling you you need to wash the inside then the outside will become clean yes we could look at this and say well, okay well jesus washes me and you know um i'm now cleansed you know but your consciousness needs to get cleansed by God. He cleanses our sin consciousness away. He removes, again, removes the unrighteousness and leaves his righteousness. And I love that in in 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, He made him who knew no sin, Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, never committed a sin in his entire existence as a flesh and bone being on earth or in the eternal, right? To become our sin. Jesus Christ hung on a cross, completely innocent, and became our sin. And remember, um, that harkens back to the Garden of Gethsemane. Lord, if there's any way for this cup to pass from me, Right? Yeah. What is this cup? What is this cup that he's being told he has to drink? It's our sinfulness. And not just yours, not just mine, not just our listening audience. All of creation's sin. From Adam to the last person ever born before he returns. Every one of us, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus became our sin. But for what purpose. Do you remember what the scripture says? The one we just read? Second Corinthians 5.21. God made him who knew no sin to become our sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in him, in Jesus Christ. The righteousness. The righteousness of God. So we got to remember, ladies and gentlemen, we need to know who we are. And in order to do that, we need to know whose we are. And when we do this, we can then turn to God and say, your word, God says, 
that I am forgiven of all my sins and washed in the blood because Jesus, you became my sins so that I might become the righteousness of God. Amen. 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 That's going to be it for today, guys. We're going to pick this up again. I'm not sure how many episodes this is going to be. (laughs) There is an amazing scripture um, somewhere in the Bible that you're going to find next time you read your Bible. Proclaim the freedom that you have in Jesus Christ. We love you guys. God bless you.